One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. On today's wrestling news, we've got more allegations surfacing about Vince McMahon. Netflix reportedly pulled Vince McMahon's docu-series. We've got an injury update on CM Punk. And a huge barbed wire death match has been announced for Fighter Fest. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling news. But before we get into it, make sure you comment down below what you think of each of today's stories. Like the video, subscribe, share, and click the timestamps in the description to go to each one of the stories. But first up, Vince McMahon. Obviously, a uh, big story about this. Uh, coming from the Wall Street Journal again following up from their piece that they did a few weeks ago now. More allegations are coming up about Vince McMahon and $12 million worth of payouts and NDAs uh, that he has used to cover up sexual misconduct allegations uh, with four women over the course of 16 years. Um, now, obviously, all of them signed NDAs, so this is coming from other sources within the situation that know about these things that the Wall Street Journal has. And I'm just going to run through each one uh, and the kind of what I'm allowed to say about each one. Uh, so the first one comes up, uh, $7.5 million payout he uh, paid to a former wrestler. Um, apparently, Mr. McMahon uh, coerced her into performing uh, oral sex and then demoted her and refused to renew her contract in 2005 after she refused more sexual contact. Um, now, she was fired at the time, and then she came back uh, to WWE with her lawyer and Vince McMahon uh, in 2018, which is when she signed this NDA and was paid $7.5 million to keep quiet about this. Um, someone else, a contractor working for WWE, uh, received un unrequested uh, nude photos from Vince McMahon whilst on the job. She also claimed that he sexually harassed her while she was on the job, and she signed an NDA and paid in, uh, was paid $1 million back in 2008. So another one, 2006 this time, a former manager was paid around $1 million. Uh, she worked with him for uh, around a decade before he then started initiating a sexual relationship and then was uh, paid to cover it all up. Um, then you obviously add all of this to the things that we already knew about, like the $3 million he paid to a former paralegal that he allegedly passed around like a toy to John Laurinaitis. Uh, the board is also investigating a $1.5 million NDA payout from 2012 involving allegations against John Laurinaitis, saying that an ex-employee uh, alleged that she was demoted after she ended a sexual relationship with him. Uh, John Laurinaitis was at the time the head of talent relations and then that same year he was removed from his position but Vince put him back in that position last year 
Uh, he is currently on um, administrative leave, though, because of all these allegations and everything that's going around. So uh, the only real response from WWE that we've heard about any of this is just them saying that they are cooperating with the inquiry conducted by the board and taking all the claims very seriously. Obviously, the WWE board hired uh, an outside law firm to do the investigation. And obviously, they're going to... It's all an internal investigation, so who knows if we'll ever even see the results of this uh, at, at some point down the line. There's just so much to this, it's absolutely ridiculous. So you add all of this, um, new stuff all coming from the Wall Street Journal, to a former WWE wrestler, Mario Mancini, who recently came out corroborating the allegations from back in, uh, from Rita Chatterton, WWE's first referee, who um, allegedly accused uh, Vince McMahon of rape back in 1992 uh, and was silenced back then. And Mario Mancini is coming out recently corroborating all of her story. He had all of these things together. It's a big, it's, it's a mess. It's really... Yeah hideous stuff coming from Vince McMahon and it just seems like this is the sort of tip of the iceberg of everything that these can, kind of things could uh, could uncover and who knows if the big Wall Street Journal stories are going to uncover some more stories, if some more people are going to come forward. That's generally how these things roll but it feels like there's a lot more to this still. Yeah and the, that when the the first story didn't uh, initially break that that was that was the kind of the little takeaway at the end, like more stuff was coming. Like this was this was literally yeah. the tip of the iceberg, and it seems like this is the more stuff now. And who knows? Maybe there might be even more. We just don't know. It's such an evolving situation. It's horrendous. Like it just is. Like the, the like just looking at the 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 allegations. Just in general, nothing has been like officially confirmed via like the investigation or anything like that. It's not all like not everything has been weighed up at this point. But as things stand, yeah. it does not look great. And. Um, yeah, just to add more fuel to this right now, Netflix have, have said that they, well, it's been reported that Netflix are going to pull the Vince McMahon docuseries that was, uh, I think it was initially reported uh, during the Q3, uh, whatever they call the, the, the call, the, it's, I will get the actual thing, the earnings call, the earnings call <laughs> it is, I don't know why I just won't get, there's that much going on in my brain right now, Phil, the earnings call was the last thing I wanted to think about, uh, but it was announced <laughs> then, and um, then it was like this huge deal that was going to happen, but now according to F4W Online's Denise Salcedo, Netflix won no part of this now, and this isn't just a case of like, oh, this is, it was in the pitch stages, and it was in early development, this was very much in post-production, deep in post-production, it was, it was pretty much done at this point, like, people have had their interviews, like, the, 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 the entire production looked like it was ready to go, and Netflix have just seen this report and gone, nah, not a chance, mate, not a chance, um, they said, and this is according to, like, what she put on Twitter, uh, Denise Salcedo, she says, sources tell me that the Vince McMahon Netflix documentary has been pulled, and is off the programming spreadsheet at Netflix. I really want to see that spreadsheet now for whatever reason. I don't know. Strange, strange person. Um, a source at Netflix confirmed it no longer being listed on their spreadsheet. Another source at Netflix said that sh out of here. So yeah, they said it's it's done. That Shogunny Ice Tea is out of here. And uh, then on top of this, she went further. So another source indicated that the project was already deep in post-production, like I just said, and that several talent interviews had been done months ago and that millions were spent on the series. I spoke to one of the producers on the project. However, they declined to confirm nor deny this story 
to me. So yeah, just another element to add to this really. This was apparently, it was a bit odd coming into it because it seemed like it was going to paint Vince McMahon um, in quite a positive light from the start, from when it was announced. So a lot of people were thinking, oh, you're just going to overlook some of the weird stuff that's gone down that he's been at the center of over the years. And now you cannot ignore what's just come out in recent times. So <laughs> thankfully, Vince McMahon didn't rock up on SmackDown last night and just strut around and then go backstage and say F him like he reportedly did when the, the first set of allegations yep, dropped down. That's- a step forward, I guess. But PW Insider did confirm that he was very much there last night, 100% in creative control, and he completely no-sold the allegations again. But he was late, apparently. I think he, he rocked up late to the, the tapings, but Vince being Vince, he just, yeah, got on with the show, business as usual, which, again, is... You got to feel for some of the people backstage right now, some of those workers who've got all this going on. Yeah, they're getting these press releases, like, sent out, like you just said, like, internally, but it's it's quite an unstable environment. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the Netflix thing. You've got to imagine you're not going to get that much access to Vince McMahon without it being a slight puff piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's just not going to agree to it. Look at the Pat McAfee interview. That's the only thing he's done in absolutely years. And it was glowing about him. Yeah. Um, so I assume there was some rules in place where he has some kind of say over what the finished product was. And mm-hmm. if, yeah, if Netflix can't then go and incorporate all of these things that are coming out within the documentary series there's absolutely no way they would touch that because you're not going to come out with a positive piece about a person with all these allegations around them um so yeah we're just gonna have to wait and see what else comes out if any more comes out what happens with the wwe investigation it's all up in the air at the minute and there's not a lot we can speculate on we just gotta watch it all unfold and yeah we will bring it to you. We, we will bring those developments as they happen. That's what we do. We will bring we them to your be. eyes. Speaking of developments as they happen, moving over to AEW, uh, we've got a bit of an injury update for CM Punk. Now, Tony Khan was recently speaking to the New York Post about a bunch of things. He was mainly talking about um, sort of Brian Danielson and uh, the debut of Claudio Castagnoli and how that all came about. Um, but within that, he kind of had a tiny little update uh, on the CM Punk situation. So he was talking about original plans of uh, how he was going to debut Claudio Castagnoli, and it was going to be at Death Before Dishonor on July 23rd. He thought that would be a pretty cool little tie-in uh, and a good way of debuting him within the company. But he knew his TV plans were going to need to change because he'd written all of his TV all the way through past Forbidden Door. Uh, and then the CM Punk thing came, and he knew that CM Punk was going to need some time, so he had to rewrite everything, and that's when the Claudio thing came in uh, and that's like how this all came about but within that he just said that um, CM Punk speaking about CM Punk's injury his x-ray came back Friday and it wasn't good now there's been a lot of secrecy well maybe it's not secrecy maybe they just don't know what the actual injury is uh, but we've not heard a lot about what the actual injury is any kind of timelines about how long he's going to be out we've just had these tiny little updates um, but it's not looking hugely positive at this point yeah but for me it's it's an ob on this um, this quote because it could be taken in the context of they got the actual x-ray and decided that it, it didn't look good but to the point where he had to be pulled not he got the x-ray and it's like oh my this god true, this yeah. is the end it's it's one of those it's a tough one to really to break down um you just hope that he gets well as soon as possible i think right now the interim championship stuff is fine it's it's filling a spot like they need that spot filled for a while because they've not really got a really white hot program that you can just push into that main event for a while yeah. maybe something that what we're about to mention fun? yeah exactly exactly that one's quite i was quite good but again it just felt like not you don't want to say filler because it was too, it was too good for that but it was yeah. still a bit of a placeholder let's say um for that kind of main event 
Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But maybe the one thing on the program right now that could maybe just be creeping into that kind of main event position was, well, it's a program which has now had a, a, a hell of a match set up for Fighter Fest Week 2 because after Eddie Kingston overcame the threat of Konosuke Takeshita, I'm getting better at pronouncing things uh, on Rampage. <laughs> okay, that's controversial. That was fine. Thank You're you. Fine. Okay, <laughs> right. I'll turn into the Mad King in a minute, Phil. Um, so he, yeah, he, he won that match. And then after this, he went backstage. He got a bit of a promo. He was just absolutely seething <laughs> that he's not been able to make Chris Jericho bleed yet, Eddie Kingston. He's very annoyed. And he's very annoyed with everything that went down with Ruby Soho and she got hit with a like car door and all that stuff. Not happy. So he was like, I challenge you to an exploding barbed wire death match. As you do. I don't think the words exploding <laughs> got thrown into there, actually. I'm just going to think, no. I think, I think I just added just them. Bad, right? they, they're going to stay away from the word exploding for a long time. I <laughs> wanted it to explode, Phil. I'm going to I'm gonna be angry <laughs> if that does not happen. But um, yeah, so that's, that's, that is happening. But there's a twist. <laughs> there's a twist to this one. Because in order to keep the Jericho Appreciation Society from getting involved and being all dastardly and all the rest of it, they're going to be in a shark cage above the ring. The entire, the entire, all of them. That's what I mean. The entire team are going to be, I'm so terrified about this. The cage is going to have to be as big as the ring, isn't it? It's going to be absolutely huge. Um, So yeah, that was announced. And then also we got an announcement of Anna Jay. She's going to be taking on Serena Deeb on night one of Fighter Fest. So as of recording, we've got this announced right now uh, I think last night as well um, they announced that Christian Cage is going to be given a live mic again which has been explosive recently L- Luchasaurus is also going to be in the match so we've got Dynamite Fighter Fest Night 1 July 13th we've got Anna Jay versus Serena Deeb Luchasaurus in action and hearing from Christian Cage Claudio Castagnoli versus Jake Hager the AW World Tag Team Champions the Young Bucks defending a in a triple or nothing match versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland and Powerhouse Hobbs and the FTW Champion Ricky Starks not really sure what triple or nothing match means I, I, I don't know the stakes are high, though, apparently. Um, we've also then got the, the aforementioned barbed wire death match of Shark Cage Doom. And, yeah, that's that's pretty much what we've got right now. So I'm, I'm expecting more to be announced probably on next week's Dynamite. But as <clears> things stand, it's looking... I'm going to say it again. Explosive, this fighter fest. <laughs> it is indeed. Looking forward to this. 
Yeah, not sure where they're going to find a shot cage big enough for all of the Jericho Appreciation Society, but whatever it is, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Nothing's going to keep Danny Magic from the action, that's all I'll say. Nothing. Indeed. Uh, but let's end it up with your Twitter questions. The first one comes from Santasaurus Jr., who says, uh, if people can have spirit animals, who's your spirit wrestler? He picks uh, John Silver. Ah, lovely. Um, hmm... I think after his antics last night on SmackDown, I'd probably say Drew McIntyre because I'm quite fond of swinging swords around and setting fire to various environments that I'm in. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say Someone Drew McIntyre. himself, don't they? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had those <laughs> long locks. Phil, okay, but I can dream. Uh, I'm going to go completely the opposite and just pick Crash Holly. Because <laughs> I'm truthful to myself. <laughs> I'm truthful, okay? I'm hopeful. hopeful. The hopeful truth. That sounds like a really bad R truth stable. Okay. Indeed. Let us know in the comments down below what is your spirit wrestler. Uh, the next question comes from John Harrison, who says, Good morning, chaps. Uh, I know AEW like to cycle its talent, but why aren't they pushing the hell out of Hook? I know he's special and I trust that they have a plan for him, but surely he would be wrestling on TV more than he is, right? Have a bloody good day. Okay, I, it's a tough one, this. He's a young lad at the end of the day. I think we he all is. kind of get he confused. He's still very new. Yeah, and it's... Sure, he's massively over, and like that that's a great thing, and you can't really squander that. Like, and I think AEW, on the whole, are quite good at keeping hold of that popularity and not overexposing talents too early. Do you know what I mean? I think he, he, do, he just yeah. needs reps. For me, I'd, I'd get him on the independent circuit a bit more, get him having a few matches with some genuine veterans who can look after him and just teach him a few... We're teaching the ropes, to be honest, because yeah, he's got he's got something. He's got that untangible thing where you just like, oh, this guy's just oh, he's got it. He's got the it factor, but you just don't want to throw him in at the deep end too early, and then yeah, you lose that kind of sparkle. So I think they're doing the right thing. Do not worry about Hook. Yep, I'm with you on that. I think he needs a lot more matches under his belt. Yeah, I think we forget how new he is to mm -hmm. this because of how good he looks doing it all. He looks, he's just incredible. Like the, uh, the amount of talent that they're, they're just raw talent mm -hmm. is absolutely mad. And the fact that he's so good at this so early on in his career is absolutely madness. Um, but yeah, getting out. Salty agrees, I guess. But yes, yeah, so I think I agree with you. Get him on the independence a little bit. I think mm -hmm. even like matches on dark and dark mm -hmm. elevation is maybe too much because that's still very like visible on like delivery yeah. platforms and uh, AEW platforms, I should say, on like YouTube and things like that. I think he needs like the independent bookings where he, he can mess up and it's absolutely fine and yeah. <laughs> it's not going to affect him in any way. He needs more of that kind of thing. Uh, and I think this, the, all, everything with Danhausen has been really really entertaining mm. and like fantastic and i never would have pictured that at the mm. beginning of all this <laughs> wouldn't have assumed this at all um so i think they're doing well and i think his time will 100 percent come but yeah he just needs needs a bit more experience throw him straight in the g1 i say <laughs> yes. there you go and the final question of the day comes from aj david who says good morning and happy sea dog saturday um so you, you know scrooge mcduck left his money to what culture and he resurrected wcpw uh, so the first big event is here who do, uh, what belts do you bring back and who fights for them? Ooh, I, I, I mean the internet titles there. Like, it's, it's one of them. I, like, I held that title, Phil, for a time. Like, when I was <laughs> streaming champion, okay? I think I had two pay-per-views in a row. Belt. Different oh. lineage. Oh, okay. Honestly, definitely, definitely completely different. Okay, okay. It definitely Thanks. didn't go direct from Cody Rhodes to our stupid YouTube show. <laughs> definitely not, definitely not. But if I could resurrect that title, I'd have pack against Will Ospreay. I'd go battle of the British. I'd go Hello. straight for it. Screw that terrible All-Atlantic title thing. I just have this belt. Two absolute super workers tearing the house down. Gimme, gimme, gimme. 
there. I was uh, going to put, because Joe Henry was technically the last internet champion, so you kind of gave him something. So yeah. I was going to go Joe Henry versus the best internet champion. And Cody Rhodes, if Shmooze McDuck has got what culture, like, he probably has enough money to entice Cody Rhodes out of WWE, I assume. Yeah. I mean, even just for a one-off appearance, I'm sure he could. Yeah, he'd, he'd repay that favour. We made the man. We did. Uh, I'd bring back all the belts though, because yeah. they're all great, and yeah. you should go watch every single uh, WCPW show because it's all fantastic stuff. I would also put War Machine versus Aussie Open because I mean, why the hell not? And uh, Nixon Newell, I'd get her back for the women's title, and I would have Drake versus Bad Bones for the hardcore title because I just love Bad Bones. And then could we, could we have another title... match? Could we have another match in the office? Like I remember that one. I can't remember oh, yeah, who was in 100%. it. That'd be great. And the main title I would have Drew because we're mm-hmm. getting people out of WWE because they're just wasted over yeah. there. Uh, versus Martin Kirby just because he needs it's just it's Martin Kirby. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there for that. I'm there for that. You've sold me on this uh, this event that's never going to happen. Anyway. Yeah, it's great. Can't wait. I'm there. Tip my money. And that is the news. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, let us know down in the comments what you think of all of today's stories. Let you say who your spirit wrestler is, etc., etc., etc. If you want, you can follow us over on Twitter. You can follow me at PhilMyChambers. You can follow Gareth at GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. And watch loads more videos. That's what we do here on YouTube, and it's just good. Um, so ups and downs for SmackDown and Rampage is on its way. They'll be up in a couple of hours, so watch out for those. Subscribe to the channel, etc., etc., and have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 